0: Gloria a Chapter 2. It is easy and agreeable to occupy oneself with God. If it be a great mistake, as has already been said, to converse with God with mistrust, to be always becoming before Him as a slave, full of fear and confusion, as a slave comes before his prince, trembling with dread, it would be a greater mistake to think that conversing with God is but weariness and bitterness. No, it is not so. Her conversation, speaking of wisdom, hath no bitterness, nor her company any tediousness. Ask those souls who love him with a true love, and they will tell you that in the sorrows of their life they find no greater, no truer relief than a loving conversation with God. Now, this does not require that you continually apply your mind to it so as to forget all your employments and recreations. It only requires of you, without putting these aside, to act towards God as you act on occasion towards those who love you and who you love. Your God is ever near you, nay within you. In him we live and move and are. There is no barrier at the door against any who desire to speak with Him. Nay, God delights that you should treat with Him confidently. Treat with Him of your business, your plans, your griefs, your fears, of all that concerns you. Above all, do so, as I have said, with confidence, with an open heart. For God is not want to speak to the soul that doesn't speak to Him. Inasmuch as, if it be not used to converse with him, the soul would little understand God's voice when he spoke to it. And this is what the Lord complains of in the Song of Songs, saying, Our sister is little. What shall we do to our sister in the day when she is to be spoken to? Our sister is but a child in my love, in other words. What shall we do to speak to her if she understands me not? God will have himself esteem the Lord of surpassing power and terribleness if we despise his grace. But on the contrary, he will have himself treated as the most affectionate friend when we love him. And to this end, he would have us often speak with him familiarly and without restraint. It is true that God ought always to be revered in the highest degree, but when he favors you by making you feel his presence and know his desire that you should speak to him as to that one who loves you above all, then express your feelings to him with freedom and confidence. As you read in the book of Wisdom, speaking of God as wisdom, she makes herself known to those who desire her so that she first showeth herself unto them. When you desire his love, He takes the first step without waiting till you come to Him and presents Himself to you, bringing with Him the graces and the remedies you stand in need of. He only waits for you to speak to Him, to show you that He is near to you, ready to hear and to comfort you, and His ears are unto their prayers. By reason of His immensity, our God is in every place, But there are two places above all where he has his peculiar dwelling. One is the highest heaven, where he is present by that glory which he communicates to the blessed. The other is upon the earth. It is within the humble soul that loves him. God who dwelleth with a contrite and humble spirit He then, our God, dwelleth in the height of heaven, and yet he disdains not to occupy and engage himself all day and night with his faithful servants in their cabins or their cells. And there he bestows on them his divine consolations, each one of which surpasses all the delights the world can give, and which the only one who does not desire these delights is he who has had no experience of them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is sweet, as Scripture says. Friends in the world have some hours in which they converse together and other hours in which they are apart. But between God and you, if you wish, there shall never be one hour of separation. As we read in the book of Proverbs, Thou shalt rest, and thy sleep shall be sweet. The Lord will be at thy side, you may sleep and God will place himself at your side and watch with you continually. As scripture says, I will repose myself with him and he shall be a comfort in my cares and grief. When you take your rest, he departs not from beside your pillow. He remains thinking always of you. And when you wake in the night, he may speak to you by his inspirations and receive from you some act of love, of oblation, of thanksgiving, so as to keep up, even in those hours, his gracious and sweet converse with you. Sometimes also he will speak to you in your sleep, and cause you to hear his voice, that on waking you may put into practice what he has spoken. As he says, I will speak to him in a dream. He is there also in the morning. To hear from you some word of affection of confidence to be the depository of your first thoughts and of all the actions which you promised to perform that day to please him of all the griefs too which you offer to endure willingly for his glory and love but as he fails not to present himself to you at the moment of your waking do not fail on your part to give him immediately a look of love and to rejoice when your God announces to you the glad tidings that He is not far from you, as once He was by reason of your sins, but that He loves you and would be beloved by you. And at the same moment, He gives you the gracious precept Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart. <laughs> we